If you have an interest in horses and love learning more about horses, the horse industry, teaching, or even managing your own horse business, then you're in the right place. We would love you to join us on our mission, which is to improve the lives of horses around the world through the education of riders, handlers, and trainers. So get comfortable, listen in, and enjoy. Horse welfare and safety are of utmost importance where humans have any interaction with horses. Within the courses at International Horse College, we only utilise methods that promote safe and humane ways of interaction between horses and humans. We only support safe methods of educating riders, handlers and trainers about horse welfare. Internationalhorsecollege.com, registered training organisation 31352. Today's guest is a repeat guest, Carolyn Earl. Carolyn came on number 066. She was one of our early people and she's come back to talk to us today about 10 strategies for training successfully. Carolyn's very well qualified to talk about this topic, but we're going to ask her why she chose it in a second and um, go from there. How are you, Carolyn? Very good, thank you, Glenn. Very good, very good. Now, Carolyn, you're a coach and, you know, people can read a little bit more about you, but why did you choose this particular subject? Is there a need out there for knowing these strategies? Uh, I, I would say definitely. Um, in Australia in particular, people generally have in the past learned a training system and they tend to go on and on. And if you go to a practice arena somewhere, it uh, doesn't matter whether it's a jumping arena or a dressage arena or any other discipline, really. Some people actually just ride round and round and round and uh, are actually, pun- I think, punishing their horse by doing so. Okay, okay. So with this strategies that you're going to give us now, it's going to be a better combination then, better for the horse, but a better combination with the horse and the rider. Is that right? That's right, yes. Yeah. And I actually, uh, I, I like doing quite a bit of writing here at home and mm-hmm. uh, particularly after giving a lesson and had a, uh, one young girl who um, obviously needed something to hang her hat on, Yep. Uh, a 17-year-old, so I thought I'll, I'll put it all down on paper for her and then I thought, well, that's a good topic to share on your <laughs> site. Mm. Good, good. All right, so the first one we've got is planning your ride. Yes, so the first thing people need to look at when they plan their ride whether it's a competition ride or a training ride, but this is that moment directed at training, yep. um, is what are you trying to achieve in that ride? And um, technically they need to look at what the horse's confirmation is to work out what they need to do next and also the things yet to be achieved. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we find, um, like I was over in Europe a year or so ago, uh, looking at the uh, Spanish riding of Carton Way, sorry, and um, I was surprised that the riders there were doing mainly test moves and okay. nothing sort of more adventurous than that. But seemingly, that was only one group that I saw that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when people are planning their ride, would they have something like a long-term goal, short-term goal, goals for the particular session? Oh, definitely, yes, because okay. the long-term goal would would set up um, the little sub-goals that you have to do each time you hop on the horse plus the feedback you've got from the previous ride. Yep, yep. Mm. All right, and then the exercises, because I know, you you know, you're coming from a jumping background, but a, a strong dressage background too. So what have you got as far as exercises? Well, I've accumulated over the years a, a, a huge uh, list of exercises. The jumping rider, we in, in, in the era that I was in, we used a lot of exercises to improve the horse's technique mm-hmm. and balance. Um 
and then and, and I joined the dressage world later in life. Um, I, I applied that approach to my training and the training of any horse that comes into contact with me. So I actually look at the horse and think, what exercise would assist either the horse or the rider to understand, get the feel for what we're trying to do? All right. So exercise is like a circle with two jumps. So we're looking at the amount of strides. We've got the jumps opposite each other. We're looking at the amount of strides between A and B and then the amount of strides between B and A. What what sort of things are we trying to achieve there? Yes, yes. and uh, virtually that this young girl that I was talking about, I, I said to her, I'd like you to do a, inside the circle, do a preparation circle, pick up canter, mm-hmm. jump the first jump, jump the second jump, and then complete, and go back in and make a downward transition and analyse what happened. Um, okay. And yep. uh, she went round and round and round a couple of times, and I went, no, that's not what we did. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. that brings us to the next one, which is only to execute two to three times. Horses don't learn by going round and round and round and round and round and round and round, as you, you said when you first started off. Yes. Um, and if the horse, if... The horse actually gets quite bored and tends to go into a bit of autopilot type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I learned that particular thing from my very first horse, Dave Scott, who was an the Australian showman champion at one point. Um, he was an Anglo-Arab, and I found that that particular um, breeding get bored quite easily. So if they do it the first time well, that's okay. If they do it the second time correctly, if you ask them the third time, they say, well, why are we going this again? Yep, yeah, yeah. Didn't I do it right the first time? Yeah. Yes, yeah. And then you, if, if it wasn't as, as good as you'd aimed for, maybe you'd do another exercise that's easier in between and then pop back to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, the next one's ride the line. Now, ride the line, you know, we're sort of coming from show jumping, from dressage, from really from anything. If you're out on a trail and you're going, you're going through a bit of a few trees, you want to be able to ride the line and turn the horse to go between the trees where it's going to fit between you and the horse. It's not something that you do sometime, but it's something that you do all the time, isn't it? Mm. Well, one, one lady who's been with me for 20 years or so, she came and she was a trail rider at the time yep. and she couldn't actually turn. And I yes. said, ooh, okay. we, better, we better give you some more skills so that yes. uh, you, you actually got a bit more control over your horse and, and plan exactly where you are going to go and at what speed and, and those sort of things, yes. Okay, okay. So as we're riding our line, keeping the horse balanced, that just sort of comes within that same area, doesn't it? Yes, and yeah. it's, it's a sign in the dressage arena. People actually know where the patterns sit. Mm-hmm. Yes, but uh, you ask somebody in the jumping arena to ride a thirty-metre circle, they don't mm-hmm. know where it is. Yep. and if they if they actually, um, you know, the coach says them, let's go out and do this particular exercise. They don't plan where they'll start, where they'll leave the start, and then execute it, and then where they'll finish, and then okay. come back to the coach and chat mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, one thing that you have sort of briefly talked about before is rewarding the horse. So how do we reward the horse? What's the best way? Well, the most obvious way is to cease the exercise. Mm-hmm. So, but by actually stopping, the horse knows that it's, it's achieved the goal. Yep. And, or if it's only achieved part of it, that as a, co- a trainer of a horse, you should be quite you know, accepting of that and then train on the next day to, to achieve a bit more of that goal. Mm-hmm. Um Saying something like uh, a noise or um, good boy or whatever uh, is quite useful. I sadly taught one horse to jump on the lunge 
uh, for his gymnastic benefit. He had terrible confirmation. And I'd say goodbye and change the jump and give him a pat. So when I uh, started to train, walk to canter, I said goodbye and he stopped. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, okay. Okay. So the other other type of of rewards are a scratch or a pat, or you could allow a horse to stretch or prove one rein or both or go to two-point seat. Mm-hmm. Whatever, mm-hmm. just get off his back if you're a dressage rider. Yep. Have a reward and just play play for a moment. Okay, mm. okay. Mm. All right, and, and just thinking, you know, ongoing training, that good boy, you can sort of use it so the horses knows they're on the right track but then give them the actual reward a little bit later so that, you know, if you're training a horse to go over a single jump and you want them to do a couple, you still want them to know they're on the right track but saying that you can reward later, is that right? You say good boy. They know they're on the right track, but then reward. Yes. I mean, all, all rewards need to come within the moment as, mm, as, as mm. the correction. So, um, but you, you can do that in the middle by just even just touching the horse for a brief second. Yes. Near the weather. Yes, they it's, still it's not know. A big drama. Yep, yep, mm. yep. All right, then um, reading the horse, because this is a really big one about reading the horse. It takes a long time to be able to read the horse. How, what can we say there and how can we encourage people to read the horse? Yes, so in in the olden days, <laughs> back in history in Australia, yep. most people could read a horse's um, actions and reactions quite well. Yep. Um, a, a lot of the people now didn't grow up with a cat or a dog, so it's a little bit harder for them to understand how animals work. Mm-hmm. But um, you, when you're looking at, at what the horse's reactions are to your training, you need to say, well, is it relaxed, in which case it's able to learn, uh, is it lowering its head, licking its lips, anything that taking a breath, having a snort, yep. those sort of actions? Uh-huh. Um, or in, in reverse, is it resisting what you're asking? Yes, mm. yes. Well, that would be, you know, assessing because that's still feedback from them, isn't it? That's our next point is if something's a problem, point, yeah. you've got to be able to read the horse, but you've also got to assess mm. and um, look at the resistance, I suppose. That's right. And mm-hmm. and what type of resistance is it? Are you using too much seat and the horse is not strong enough in the back? Are you using too much rain? Whatever. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, and, and sort of then say, well, pause and say, is that something a problem? And how am I going to fix it? Mm. Okay. Okay. Does that bring us on to point number eight then is checking the training scale? Yes. And, I mean, this is coming from our coaching system's point of view, um, that the, training, the German training scale that has been accepted by our coaching system talks about rhythm, contact, suppleness, impulsion, straightness and collection. Mm-hmm. So um, one of those issues may stand out as the cause for the resistance to the, to the training exercise you've chosen or the aids that you've given. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. So if there is a problem, you've talked earlier about just doing it once or doing it, you know, doing it, and then if it's a problem, going back and um, checking the training scale, doing an easier exercise. Is that what the next one is? Number nine, change your plan. So if there is a problem, yeah. Yes. Don't continue on and and try desperately for 20 repetitions to get the, something that's not working to work. Yep, So yep. you've got to think, I've, I've got to go sideways from here for a moment, even if you forget about three of the things that you'd aim to, towards. Um or, or treat the criteria of that particular thing. Yes. Um, so it might, might leave the ground and leave one leg hanging, but 
if he still is leaving the ground and that's the first thing to achieve, then that's good. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Say we've gone back, we've checked our training scale, we're trying to read the horse, we're trying to reward the horse at the right time, keep them balanced, do the right exercises, and there's still we're still having problems. What should we do there? We still haven't solved the problem that we've got or, or you know, if there's something there that we've, we've gone back, we've used the strategies, but we still can't figure it out. Well, this is where experience comes in and that's what the coaching system's been designed to do to put mm-hmm. people of experience within the system. So yep. you ask your coach yes. because they will have some idea mm-hmm. and in Europe most people don't ride without eyes on the ground, whether it's their um, family or the coach or another trainer, you know, a group of other riders. Yep. Yep. We ride a lot by ourselves. Yes, mm. yes. I, I think that was good, Carolyn. I think a short one and a good one. You know, I think it's a bit shorter than what we normally do, but there's plenty of uh, learning in that. And I think if people are a bit disappointed that it's a bit short, go back and listen to it again and again and again because there's lots of learning there. And what you missed the first time, I'm sure you're going to pick up the second, third, and fourth time. So thank you again for your time. Now, if people would like to contact you about this, Carolyn, what's the best way? It's going to be on horsechats.com slash Earl 2 but um, if they'd like to get that direct from you, what way will they do it? Right, so um, my mobile is 0409-985-262 and they could send a text and that would definitely get me. Yep. Um, or the uh, email is nfanut, it's like Miss Earl, nfanut, I-S-S-E-A-R-L, at optusnet.com.au. Located in the middle of Victoria if they want to make a visit. Okay, no worries at all. And um, I think even if you're not located in the middle of Victoria, give Carolyn a ring and just see, you know, she might even be in your area sometime soon. So give her a call and uh, see what you can work out. Thanks, Carolyn. Thanks for your time. Thanks for coming on. And hopefully we'll see you a little bit sooner, 066, and I think we're approaching 500. So, yeah, a little bit more often would be great. I'm sure you've got lots of advice for people and um, lots of other strategies up your sleeve. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Good to talk, Ben. Good to talk to you. If you've enjoyed this chat, then please comment, rate and subscribe. If you'd like any changes or recommendations for guests, then please contact us through horsechats.com. And while you're online, have a look at the government-accredited courses at internationalhorsecollege.com. Registered Training Organisation 31352. Remember that our comments and instructions are general in nature and do not take into consideration your individual horses or your individual ability and circumstances. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please leave your comment below.